want to tell you I was talking about partnerships being powerful. Now I want to talk to you about partnerships being personal. Partnerships are personal. Verse 14 of our text says, what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness or light with darkness. Partnerships are so intimate that one will invalidate the effectiveness of the other if they are not in cooperation. Partners are so intimate, the partnership is so intimate that when you place the two together, they will cancel each other out if they're not on the same page. Can't have light and darkness together. Can't have righteousness and evil together. Can't serve God and mammon. Can't serve Jesus and Belial. As partners, you're too intimate to try to put two inverse ideas together and expect to have impact because they're going to cancel each other out. You have to be rowing in the right direction. If you have two people in a boat and one person is rowing on one side and one person is, is, is rowing on that same side and they're not in cooperation, they don't know what's going on. If they don't even out the, the effort of the person in front of them, they're going in circles. Effort is being exerted. Both people are working. But because you're not working for a common purpose, you're going in circles, you're accomplishing nothing. Partnerships are too intimate for two adverse ideas to exist together. There has to be cooperation. You have to be on the same page. Remember Jacob and Laban? Jacob and Laban? Jacob wanted to, to work for Laban's daughter. He, had not, he, he, he wanted her. But he didn't want both of them. See, the problem was Laban had an idea of getting both of his daughters married. Jacob just wanted one. So the problem was they were in a partnership, but they had two different goals. And because they had two different goals, it wound up costing Jacob 14 years of his life working for Laban. Because they were not in agreement in their partnership. You have to be in cooperation. You have to work together. It's important that you work together in partnerships because of the personality, the personal nature of, 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 a, of a partnership. They're so personal. Partnerships are intimate. The reason that Laban could do the most damage to Jacob is because he intimately knew Jacob and knew what he wanted. That's why you have to be careful who you share your dreams and your desires with. Jacob and, and Laban were so inter, intimately intertwined as partners that Laban was in the best position to hurt Jacob because he knew exactly what he wanted. He knew that if he forced him and tricked him into Mary Leah, he would work for him another seven years to get Rachel. He knew that because he had an intimate knowledge of Jacob because partnerships are personal. Partnerships are intimate. So should your relationship with Jesus Christ be. It can't be a cooperative relationship. It has to be a personal relationship. You can't know Jesus through somebody. You can't know Jesus through your mom or your grandmother. It has to be a personal partnership. It has to be a personal relationship with Christ for the partnership to be effective. For it to have impact, partnerships have to be personal. One thing that we talk about personal, and it's interesting that we use the term, but uh, partnerships are personal. One good partnership, for example, is a personal trainer. Personal trainer, you and the personal trainer should have the same goal, even if you have different motivations. And it's okay to have different motivations as long as you have the same goal. 
give you an example, the personal trainer, they're great partners. They, they, they are motivated. Most personal trainers have high energy. Most personal trainers are, are good examples of, of, of physical fitness themselves. So they give you that example. They're motivated. They're high energy. They're, they have you on this track. They have you on this trail to seek personal fitness to get back in shape. And even though you have the same goal, they want you to be in shape and you want to be in shape. Your goal is the same, but the motivations are different. The motivation for you is to lose weight or to be the better version of yourself physically. The motivation for the personal trainer is financial. They're getting paid. That is their job. They have a financial incentive for you being successful. So yes, you have the same goal, even though you have different motivations. And it's OK in partnerships as long as you have the same goal. With Jacob, the problem with him and Laban is the goal was different. Jacob wanted one daughter. Laban wanted to give him two. So because of that, there was, there was a problem in the relationship. There was, a, there was difficulty that marred the partnership. And therefore, because their goals were different, it caused Jacob problems. Make sure that you check the goals of your partners. Before you link up with someone, before you hook up with them, make sure you know what their goals are. So many questions that you ask for those of you who are in, even interested in spouses and, and mates and, and you're trying to find boyfriends and girlfriends and so many other things, the questions that you ask, you really ought to be asking about goals and plans. What's your plan? What's your five-year plan? What's your 10-year plan? What are the things that motivate you? Where do you see yourself in 20 years? Because if you really want to be in partnership with a person like that, you don't need to know how, how tall they are, how, how bright they are, how light they are, how dark they are, how short they are, how fat they are. You're asking all the wrong questions. If you want that partnership to be successful, ask them about their goals. Because after you, you get tired of being how cute they are and how tall they are and how in shape they are, when you get past all that and get tired of it and get used to it, then you uncover their goals. And if your goals aren't on the same page, just give it a little while. After a few months, maybe a couple years, you'll be divorced. Why? Because looking good and being good in bed wasn't good enough. You need to know their goals. You need to know their plans. You need to know their aspirations. What makes them get up in the morning? What motivates them? What are they working on? Or maybe they're not working on anything. They don't have any aspirations and they don't have any goals. Those are the questions you need to be asking when forming partnerships. Now, if you don't have goals, then I'll tell you something right now. You're working on somebody else's goals. If you don't have goals and you're working, you're working on somebody else's goals. Either you're working hard on your own or you're working hard on someone else's. Let me give you this. If you're not working on your own dream, then you're probably working really hard on making someone else's dream come true. If you're not working hard on your own dream and you're working, then you're working hard on making someone else's dream come true. Making someone else rich, helping someone else buy another boat. You're helping somebody else's dreams come true if you do not have dreams and aspirations of your own. Make sure, because of the personal nature of partnerships, you also have to make sure your partner is someone you can trust. Ask, them, ask yourself this question. 
Can I trust them with the intimate knowledge? Can I trust them with my dreams? Can I trust them with my plans? Do I have any misgivings as to what their motivations are? You need to be in partnership with somebody you can trust. Also, as it relates to your time, we're talking about being in partnerships. Partnerships are about time. Partnerships are about investing yourself. Partnerships are about investing your resources. One of your most important resources is time. I always say you ought to spend your time like you spend your money, but then let me phrase it to you this way in these three questions about time. Are you wasting your time? Are you spending your time? Or are you investing your time? Three things to ask yourself. Am I wasting my time? Am I spending my time? Or am I investing my time? Same way you think about your money. Am I wasting my money? Am I spending my money? Or am I investing my money? Whatever your answers are about your money, it ought to be the same, even twice as more important for your time. Because while money is a replenishable resource, time is not. I told you that partnerships are powerful. I told you that partnerships are personal. And finally, I want to tell you that partnerships are protective. Verse 16 and 17, God is saying, if you do what I ask you to do, if you meet your portion of the partnership agreement, I will protect you. I will treat you like my own son, like my own daughter. He will dwell in the secret place of the most high God. She'll abide under the shadow of the almighty. You will live inside the hedge of God. You will live inside his safety and his protection. God is saying, if you meet your part of the partnership agreement, I will be there. I will protect you. I will defend you as my own child. Having a partner also is important. Important aspect of having a partner is having someone who's different than you are. Being in partnership with God, God can always do things that you cannot do. In your earthly partnerships, the same. You ought to find someone who's a little different than you are. My most important partner in life, obviously, is my wife. My wife and I, we have a lot of differences. Many ways that she's different than me in good ways, in positive ways. And I thank God for that. She's different from me in the right ways. I was always a person who who questioned. I was always inquisitive. I was always the person who could live inside my own mind. I'm a person you could set me in front of a book and sit nowadays in front of a computer and I could create. I could sit there and think through things and I would be fine. And I could stay there all day for hours on the end and I would be fine. That was me. That was, that, that was how I was. That was how I think. And to, to some degree, I'm still that way, but that's not the only component of me anymore. It's because of my wife. She has caused me to be more personable, even as it more relational, more reaching out to people. I remember as I began to attend her church in her hometown that I, I was a person who kind of was to myself, but then they would come speak to me. They would reach out to me. Shout out to Temple Church of God in Christ there in Parsons, Tennessee. They would reach out to me, and then one day it kind of struck me. I wasn't, being, I wasn't trying to, to not speak to somebody, but then someone came up and said, you were going to leave and not speak to me? She was kidding, but then I took that to heart. I began to think about it. I began to change my focus and change how I began to relate to people. And instead of being sought out, I began to be a seeker. Now I'm a seeker. People, when we know, they know when we meet here at Bright Temple, I will chase you down. I will run you down to speak to you. I try to speak to as many people as possible before you leave the sanctuary. 
And I'll get on to you if you leave without speaking to me. I'll become a seeker instead of being one who was sought. It, she, that difference in her personality, that difference in the people who were relative to her, who related to her, it caused me to change. It was a positive difference that made a positive impact on my life. It changed how I related to people in a good way. And the reason that was is because I was in partnership with her. Had I not been in partnership with her, I may have never reached that potential. I may have never reached those areas of me that God wanted me to improve and I did not recognize in myself. That caused me to change in a positive way because my partner was different from me and had different strengths than I do. As partners, you want somebody who's different than you, who can brings out, who has different strengths, because when they have strengths, their different strengths may help to bring out something that is lying dormant in you. It may be something that's there, but that has never been watered. It's never been fed. It's never been addressed. It's never been nurtured. And when you have a good partner, they may nurture underdeveloped parts of yourself to make you a better, more whole, well-rounded person. Appreciate the differences of your partner. Something else my wife does is my wife protects me. She protects me from other people. She's quick to find out. She's quick to tell me and, and help me recognize when someone's taking advantage of me. But not only that, not only does she protect me from other people, but sometimes she protects me from myself. She can see not only when other people are running over me or not appreciating me. She can also see when I'm being obsessive, when I'm obsessing over things. When I'm spending too much time on a particular project, she can see even when I need to rest, when I need to rest and let things go. She not only protects me from other people, she protects me from myself. Again, I say it's important to choose your partners wisely. The other thing about having a partner, and it's something that I found in Acts 3 and 1 as I close, as a partner, it's always good to have a backup. It's always good to have somebody else who's with you. It's good to know that you're not by yourself. I'd read this text so many times, but then in, 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 in the context of being of partnership, it brought out something different when I saw it this time. When I looked at the text there in, in, in Acts chapter 3 and 1, we encounter Peter and John. It says, now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, which was the ninth hour. And it says, and a man lame from birth was being carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple that is called the beautiful gate. He was going there to ask alms of them who were coming to the temple. Seeing Peter and John there, he approached them and asked to receive alms. He was asking Peter and John for money. He was asking them to participate, to donate to him financially because he was lame and he could not work for himself. Peter and John were traveling together. Peter and John were praying together. Peter and John were in partnership together. And when the man reached out to ask alms of Peter, Peter with John beside him, both of them addressing the man, Peter told the man, he said, look on us. Look at us. Look on us. Notice for the first time, I never thought about it. He didn't say, look at me. He said, look at us. Look on us. 
He's saying that I'm not by myself, but I have somebody who's with me. And he's saying, I, I'm just believing, I, 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 I'm accepting into my mind the concept that Peter was saying that if I don't have within me what is necessary to help this man, it's good news for him that I'm not by myself. I have John with me. So if I'm insufficient on my own, I have somebody with me. So I don't have to tell him to just look at me. I'm telling him to look on us. And we know how the story goes. He tells him to look on us and then he says, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have will give unto thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. And the man that came to the gate, lame. The man that came to the gate just to receive a little change in his pocket. The man who came to receive something physical, received something much greater than that. Instead of receiving money because he could not work, Peter and John gave him the ability to help himself. The man stood up and he walked. Peter had confidence because he knew something. John was with him and not only did he know John was with him, he knew that Jesus was with him. He knew that God was with him. And I came to speak to somebody right now that you ought to have another level of confidence. You have ought to have another level that, of encouragement to know that you're not by yourself. I'm not walking this walk by myself. But just as Pete, John was standing beside Peter, I want you to know that the Lord, he, he walks with me. The saint said he talks with me and he, he tells me that I am his own. I have a companion. I have a partner. I have somebody with me. So even when it seems like I ought to be afraid, when it seems like I ought to be disturbed, when it seems like circumstances are piling up against me, said when the enemy comes in, Bible says like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against it. Again, the word says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I don't have to face the consequences of life by myself because I have a partner. I'm in a partnership agreement with God and he's always with me. And his word says, lo, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Again, he says, lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the earth. Want somebody right now who's feeling hurt, who's feeling damaged, who's feeling insufficient, who feels like you're not enough, who feels like your time is up, who feels like you've lost your way. I want you to understand, I want you to know right now, even in that moment, wherever you are, you're not by yourself. You have a partner. You can say like Peter with confident look at us because God, he's with me. He'll never leave you. Can I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for being the ultimate partner, for compensating for our areas of deficiency, for always being there, when we need you the most. Lord, for being a powerful partner, because I can do all things through Christ 
that strengthens me. For being a personal partner. Lord, I had to go boldly to the throne of grace for myself to receive your grace and to receive your mercy. I had to confess what I had done wrong. I had to walk away from the counsel of the ungodly. I had to put down the unclean things of this world. so that I could satisfy the requirements of your partnership agreement. I had to make a personal decision to stand and to walk with you. Finally, Lord, not only do we have a powerful partnership, and not only do we have a personal partnership, but Lord, you have made our partnership so productive. You made it so productive. Because, Lord, even where I am weak, you've made up for my deficiencies. You've protected me, Lord, in areas where I could not protect myself. So, our Lord, I thank you for the power, the personal and protective nature of our partnership. And for never leaving me, nor forsaking me. And for that, Lord, I just say thank you. There may be someone out there today. You recognize that your life is not where it should be with God. Can I pray with you? Let us pray together. Say, Lord, I am a sinner. I have fallen short of your glory. And I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry for all of my sin. Please forgive me. Lord, I need you to wash my heart, wash my mind, wash me all over, Lord. Create within me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Lord, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ was crucified. He died and was buried, but rose again with all power in his hand. And today I claim him as Lord and Savior of my life. Jesus, come into my heart and I'll make you my Savior and my Lord. Hallelujah. If you said that prayer by faith, if you said it with commitment in your heart, then you are saved. Get connected to a body of believers. Get connected to a church. If you want to join us here at Bright Temple, you can even do so virtually. Just text Bright Temple, one word all together, to 66866. And you can connect with us virtually, become a virtual member of this body a place where you can grow and become everything in God that he desires you to be. Well, I've enjoyed our time together today. I pray that you've heard something that will encourage you. And I want to be my, remind you, be careful in how you choose your partners. But understand that God is the greatest partner 
And that partnership will always lead to your success. Be blessed. I hope and pray that each of you were touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by Giveify. Download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two line. And in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift. Thank you.